Okay, welcome back to Just Talking. It's October 17th, and we are sitting here at the table. We missed two weeks, but I think it's the year anniversary of the first time Katie was ever on Just Talking. It used to just be me. It's a completely new show now. We got a bunch of stories. We got a father-son lawnmower chainsaw fight. We got a guy with no face. We got ice cream with bugs in it. We got trick-or-treating, happy headlines, and indulgences. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining. My name's Jimmy, and I have Katie sitting on the other end of the table from me. Hi, Hi. Katie. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Just okay. Super overwhelmed. I'm super tired, and have a lot I have to get done, so I'm a little overwhelmed, but I'm happy we're doing this. I, I, I don't like that we missed two weeks. Yeah, our loyal fans, our hundred loyal fans. <laughs> uh, so, like, where were you? We went to a wedding. We did a lot, but it also is a year since you first came on. That's pretty crazy. Remember we did October? We sat outside and talked about October. Yeah, and all you could hear was the, the planes. Yeah, that was bad. Now what's going on? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did the episode, and I got to talk about the history of Halloween, which is one of my favorite subjects. Um, yes, we missed two weeks. Uh, we had a wedding. Uh, I've been sick for two weeks and working, and Jimmy's been working his butt off, and now the baseball season's over, so he's kind of like, oh, what do I do with myself? I don't know, and he's just been walking around in circles ever since. <coughs> No, I had two days of what do I do with myself now where Jake and I are doing an everyday radio show. I have more work than ever. Uh, I am I am a nine to five talking, editing, and producing content. It's fun. I like that. Can it actually be nine to five though? Or are you gonna, is it going to be like a couple hours here, a couple hours there, and then you're up late every night? No, I think it's it, – well, we record the radio show at 10 a.m., so I have to be up at 9 sitting and recording at 10 a.m. every day. And then we're going to be editing and recording all day. And then got to watch the sports and stuff at night. <clears throat> it's not 3 a.m. nights for me anymore, though, which is nice. That's good. Okay, then I'll start going to bed earlier, too. Yeah, right. I mean, I went from going to bed at 9.30 every night to now going to bed on average. One. No, like 11.30, 12. But... That's different time zones, so you're technically going to bed at the same time. Just- no, wait, that's true. <laughs> that's a yeah. great point, Jimmy. God. I mean, but that's just how West Coast and East Coast is. Life is later here. It's Yeah. It's because it's like sports and just I feel like nightlife is just more here. Dinners are later. Also, I wonder if that has to do anything to do with like the European influence here, like all the Italians and Irish families. Because like it's very common that Irish and Italian people do not eat dinner earlier than like nine o'clock. Yeah, unless it's Sunday, then you have it at one o'clock in the afternoon. Really? Italians, yeah. Sunday dinner. Uh, you don't yeah, know. Maybe. You don't know about Italian Sunday dinners. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like one o'clock, and the whole family comes hmm. every Sunday. Sunday dinner. Hmm. All right. Falls here. Two days ago, fall came. Made me super happy. But now it's rainy. But it was awesome. We're getting super. Your mom's coming this week. That's exciting. Yes, she'll be here in 
technically she'll be here in two days, but she's staying the night in the city, I think. And then we're going to meet her on Friday in the city. We're going to go explore. I really want to see more of New York City because I haven't really explored it. Then we're doing dinner with your mom and um, we're seeing a show with my, both our moms. What's the temperature going to be like when we're walking around the city? I really, really... Oh, that's a great question. We should probably look into that. I really hope that it is going to be a nice, crisp day. New York, let's say what day? Friday, <coughs> 56 Friday. and sunny. So that might be good. I hope the sun's not that strong. Why is... Okay. <coughs> um, All right. Let's get into our stories. Are you ready? I am ready... Tennessee dad tried to kill son with chainsaw, so son runs him over with the lawnmower. You have anything like this happen in your childhood? Okay. One more time. Okay. A man was run over by a lawnmower, and his leg had to be amputated. His son ran him over with the lawnmower after his dad, the dad chased him and tried to kill him with a chainsaw so yard raw yeah. yard work gone wrong happens all the time dad was like i'm not cutting down this tree i want to ride on the mower you're making me do all the work i'm the dad i should be the one relaxing on the ride along mower you should be the one with the chainsaw chopping down tree i'm not i'm not sure how it went but that seems like that could have been how it went yeah, maybe. bad oh. day for the dad though he was 76 years old yeah, so one, he had to chop down the trees with the chainsaw. Two, he got run over by a lawnmower and got his leg amputated. Three, three, he is going to jail for attempted murder because the other guy is self-defense. Great day for the son. That's not a good day for the son. He almost got killed. His dad, his own father tried to kill him. But it seems like they had a bad relationship. Now he got his dad out of his life. He got rid of one of the legs so his dad can't chase him around anymore. And he's in no trouble. I mean, the son has to be a grown man. Why wouldn't he just like take himself out of that father-son relationship if it was really that bad? I bet they live with each other. Wow. Seems like they're doing yard work. They're in Tennessee, so I mean I don't know anything about Tennessee. But yeah. Says detectives say the father and son had an ongoing <laughs> feud. Ferguson is charged with the Yep. Yeah. All right, next story. This isn't a new news story, but it's something cool that you're gonna like. Charlie Ew. Yeah, you just saw the picture of him. He did. Charlie No Face slash Green Man. So this was an urban legend back in Pennsylvania about if you grew. This is the article. If you grew up in the 1950s, <laughs> if you grew up in the 1950s and 60s in Western Pennsylvania, chances are you've heard the legend of the Green Man, a no fast, no faced man who stalks remote streets at night. The legend of the Green Man states that he glows green as a result of being struck by lightning or being shocked in some kind of industrial accident. He also haunts South Park or North Hills or the country lanes around Washington, Pennsylvania. It's pretty much true. The legend is pretty much true. There's a real guy. There was a real guy. Uh, his name was Raymond Robinson. And when he was eight years old, he was reaching for a bird's nest and telephone wires and got electrocuted. And it shocked him with 11,000 volts of electricity and sent him flying to the ground in a flash. It burnt his face and arms, so he has his eyes like melted together. His mouth is all deformed. And doctors said he would never live, but he lived. 
He looks crazy. He has no face, but he could still talk and hear. He just was blind. So he only went out at night because he didn't want to scare people. Mm. And then he ended up scaring everyone because people would see him. <laughs> Legend of the no-face guy. That's so sad. Poor guy. He's got a good head of hair. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. Though some people were frightful or cruel to him, others befriended the injured man and would bring him beers and cigarettes for his night walks. Pete Pavlovic said in an interview, we used to go out and give him beer. He stated that he would often meet at the diner he worked at before heading out to try and spot the green man. So a bunch of teenagers would go try. There's a picture of him and a bunch of teenagers smoking cigarettes. He said that people who didn't know about Robinson were often shocked and terrified at the sight of him. They wanted to call the police. You'd have to go back up looking for him. Um, This is sad. Others would sometimes give Robinson a ride only to drop him off at a location he didn't know as a cruel cruel joke to the blind man. That's terrible, huh? That's awful. Evil. They said he was a nice guy, though. Legend of the Green Man. Go Google pictures of uh, Charlie No-Face. Green Man is a cool uh, name, but Charlie No-Face is a fantastic name. Well, I don't understand the Green green Man. So he wore a green military jacket, and they oh. think headlights just reflected and it looked green because he wore a green jacket. Oh, okay. So like he was glowing green. It would be super spooky to <clears throat> see him around town. Um, at night, yeah. If I were driving through the woods and I just saw this dude strolling alongside the he kinda, street, he kind of looks like uh, Goofy Pluto. Oh, oh, which goofy? one? He kind of looks like Goofy, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of looks like a uh, dog-faced Goofy. It, yeah. Poor he guy. he died of natural causes in like '98, like later on. But that's a wow. cool legend. Mm-hmm. I love town legends like that. There was this guy, um, I've talked about this on some podcasts before. He would, there was a guy in Illinois that would walk around our town on the sidewalks just juggling three tennis balls, constantly bouncing them. And I, I mean, he, he might have just went for a daily stroll and that's what he did to keep his hands busy. Yeah. But it was cool when you saw him. Like, oh, there's the tennis juggler. ball. There's tennis ball guy. That was his nickname. <laughs> I would guess. I don't know. I didn't have his nickname. Mm. Well, speaking of creepy and haunting shit, there's an ice cream, there's an ice cream shop. There's an ice cream shop, and it's serving blood and insect cream pints because of Halloween. Now, this isn't like Jelly Belly, where they make jelly beans taste like blood. They're serving ice cream with pig blood in the recipe, and they're serving ice cream with insects in the recipe. Both of which are actual, like, delicacies in some places. Like, some people... Yeah, pig yeah. blood, like co- coagulated pig blood, like, that's a thing that people eat. Yep, so that's where they're getting it from. It's called... Uh, as part of their spooktacular <clears throat> series, uh, Salt and Straw will be making a couple of different flavors. Uh, so there's blood pudding, and That's they're getting gross. pig blood from Portland's Nikki's USA and mix it into the ice cream. And then the other one is Creepy Crawler Critters, and they're getting um, they're getting insects, chocolate covered crickets, and mealworms from like a candy store that makes you know like. Georgie. Makes those things. That's so gross. Would you eat? Would you try this? No, I would not try either of them. I'm I'm usually pretty good about trying things, but like, ugh, no, 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 no. Two things. One thing that I've always refused to try is any kind of prepared bug. So if I find these available on the internet, that we can get them ordered here. 
can you get ice cream ordered? You wouldn't try it. for. No, I would not try it. We can make a video, put it on the Just Talking website. I would not try it. I'm sorry. I won't do it. The blood one? Uh, no. No, no. There'd have to be some kind of incentive involved. People would watch it and, and be interested. Mm, I mean, like, monetary incentive. <coughs> um. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, so, no, it's not going to happen. Sorry, Jimmy. Are you looking up how to get them right now? No, but I will in the future. I was looking up if the website worked. There's there's nothing really on it yet, but Just Talking Podcast will bring you to our new website, which will bring you to a uh, store, social medias, and we're going to start blogging these stories. So if you hear like a weird story, like Charlie No Face, and you want to see pictures of anything we talk about in the future, you will be able to go to JustTalkingPodcast.com and see visuals for the things we're talking about. Like I can put the ice cream story and stuff there. You know, that's pretty cool, right? Oh, lost her. Sorry. Completely lost you. No, you're talking about your website. Yes, that is very cool. Our website. Take some ownership our website but it's also like attached to all your other so it's your website but just it looks really good what you showed me last night looked really good but i bought the the domain just talking podcast which takes you straight to the just talking page so just talking podcast.com is ours you can tell your friends you can pass it on go to just talking podcast.com podcast.com all right that's j-u-s-t-t-a-l-k-i-n-p-o-d C-A-S-T dot C-O-M. You had a pretty brutal cadence there. Yeah, that was really rough. J-U-S-T-T-A-L-K-I-N. I think I broke it down. Podcast dot com. Yeah, I was like every, that was bad. If you were a customer giving me your credit card number while I worked for Domino's, I would have been like, lady, this doesn't make sense. Your cadence is off. Yeah, my number's four, <laughs> two, three, one, four, five, four, two, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, one. I get one. it. I get it. I get it's it. Like I get the it, people I would do it. that to me. It's like just give it to me. <laughs> four numbers <laughs> yeah. break. Four numbers yeah. break. <laughs> the way that it's presented <laughs> on your actual credit card will suffice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So my credit card number. You ready? Yeah. Eight. You get that? <laughs> yeah. Two. Oh no no no! Can you say that one again? You get that? Yeah. Three. You get that? The people do that. Like yeah, about, dude, I'm fucking listening. Tell what me about the people that go. All right, you ready for my credit card number? All right, it's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. <laughs> I just breeze through the whole it's thing. It's a convenient credit card number. All right, it's a. <laughs> It's illegal for anyone 13 and up to trick-or-treat in Virginia. Just This is weird, but I just want to talk about trick-or-treating in general, I guess. What? So Virginia has made all these laws. Each county has made laws. They're a little different. But most counties, if you're over the age of 12, you're not allowed to go trick-or-treating and that you are only allowed to trick-or-treat from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And if you're trick-or-treating after 8 p.m., you... Can get a ticket? <clears throat> yeah. A misdemeanor. What do you think about this? God, what fun suckers. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I definitely wasn't trick-or-treating. I don't think I was trick-or-treating past maybe like 14. That's old. 13 or 14. Eighth grade, you went trick-or-treating? 
Um, eighth grade, I went trick or treating because I had I went. I didn't go for myself. I went babysat basically. Well, that doesn't count. Took little, yeah. Um, I went with a group of kids in seventh grade, and we felt like way too old. Maybe it was sixth wait, grade. No, eighth grade. I did go trick or treating with friends. It was seventh grade that I. No. Oh, now I'm real confused. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, it was seventh grade. Okay, so seventh grade, I went trick or treating with. Nannied or like babysat and took kids trick or treating, and then eighth grade I went trick or treating um, with my friends. I had a couple friends who lived in like the gated community, and I live in I lived in a really like wealthy town, but this was the wealthiest of the wealthy, Ruby Hill. Ruby Hill, and they the legend has it that all the homes give out full size candy bars. So that's king size, king size, yeah. So that's what we did. We went and. I didn't get a single king size candy bar that night, so it was pretty disappointing. Terrible. Um, yeah, when I was in like I think sixth or seventh grade, me and all my friends went out in Illinois, and I remember thinking we were too old and like showing up at doorsteps, and people were like, "Really, really?" So it shouldn't be against the law, obviously, but like a guideline to let those kids know you're you're probably too old for this. Yeah, I mean, I think nowadays with social media and all the movies that they put out about Halloween or like those social norms or like Santa Claus. Like I think kids kind of get the gist of it from TV. Like I think you watch enough movies and TV that you know that like, okay, I'm too old to be going trick or treating. This is not cool. Anymore. You should play it along the lines of Santa Claus. <clears throat> when you know Santa Claus, no, I guess Santa Claus comes before trick-or-treating santa claus probably comes yeah. when you're like eight years old trick-or-treating should end around like i think once you get to middle school i think i think it's a grade school thing only yeah i mean once you're old enough to once you're old enough i don't know if this applies to kids these days because it's so different but when i was a kid like once my parents were like no you can go by yourselves then i was like oh well i'm gonna go do something else like it's <laughs> <laughs> a really good point yeah <laughs> You're oh. not watching me, then screw this. There's way better things to be doing. So, do you know about Mischief Night? Um, no. So, in Connecticut, when we moved to Connecticut, and maybe it's all of New England. I don't know if it's New Jersey. I think New Jersey probably heard of it, but doesn't do it in the same way. Mischief Night, where we lived in Connecticut, is like a huge thing. When we moved there, I was shocked. Everyone partook in in mischief night. In California, it wasn't a thing. In Illinois, it definitely wasn't a thing. So the night before Halloween is when like the the age group we're talking about go out and just like cause havoc. TP houses, egg things, uh, silly string stop signs. Like go and bully other little kids who are trick or treating. No, it, it's not always mean spirited. Like oh. you would like TP your friend's house or that's I mean. That's kind of mean spirited. So mean. Our, my house got TP'd in, in California by friends, and it was like, th- like this sucks. I th- I know that this was friendly, and you weren't, but now I have to sit here and clean it up all morning. So like, this is. We were really lucky growing up. The house that we lived in, not that I don't think we were cool enough for anyone to like want to TP us, but we had one person try and TP us. But we never had any like big trees in front of our house or anything that te- toilet paper could actually like stick to. So we had like one really wimpy tree that never really grew and they teepeed that and we're like, all right, you got us. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was the whole story. Sorry. Was it? Okay. No. Continue. Was it hard <laughs> to take down? No. No. Oh. We just like pulled it and, and it was done. 
Oh, yeah. We've done it where like it rained and then it's just stuck there and yeah. it looks gross forever. We it's got TP'd in Southbury and we just moved there and we were all new at the high school, me, AJ, and my sister Courtney. Uh, and so October's relatively fresh into the school year. Yeah. So like we didn't even know who knew where we lived. And I remember all of us were like, did, who did this? Like, does this mean spirited? We're new to school. <laughs> we're like, oh, no. Welcome. And we we're all a little, a little like uneasy without actually sharing it with each other. But it turned out to be like the neighbor and his son. I known. I remember when I finally had like when I moved from private school to public school. Like in private school, that was not a thing. You don't go TP people's houses. You just do cocaine and get pregnant. That was like middle school and elementary school, Jimmy. You've never seen Cruel Intentions. That was high school. Wow. Anyway, so I went to public school and I made like cool friends who went out and did things after school with their friends, which I wasn't used to. And so I remember the first time I went teeping, I was so nervous. It was such a goody two shoes. I was like, I don't want to do this, guys. This is mean. They're going to have to clean this up. And then finally I got into it and I was like, fuck yeah, we're going to teepee the hell out of this house. We're going to fork their lawn. We're going to do everything. And then I made the mistake of like, talking about it around my parents around my mom and she was like what the hell did you do and she flipped she was so mad and she made me swear to never do it again did you go clean up like that's something you would do you would go help clean up yeah i think i i think i did or i think she threatened to make me go clean up and i was like you don't have to threaten me like i feel bad i'll go do it but um yeah those pranks suck yeah. Uh, when we moved to California, we I had a group of friends, like this group of girls that would do those pranks to us in like a friendly way. But one time they, they antiqued my car while I was at hockey practice. They got it all wet and then they put flour on it. Mm. But it was like it stuck so I couldn't yeah. drive. And then I had to scrape the entire car with a butter knife so I didn't do like damage but got it off because it caked on there. And I was like, mm. this isn't Funny. like friends. Like this is what people do to people they don't like. Because it's actually yeah. cruel. We we definitely got into, like, there was a group of friends and someone, I don't know if it was a real fight, but, like, two of our friends, like, had a disagreement. And so then they, like, called us the baby big, baby bitch, baby back bitches or something. And then nice. we had a nickname for them. I don't remember what it was. Like, the punk asses or something. It sounds like something my dad would say. Anyways. And so we split off into these two groups and we had this prank war. And one of them... The other group came to our house, our friend's house, while we were ha- their little cousins or yeah, little nieces were having a lemonade stand, and they threw water balloons at us out there. Like it was a drive-by water balloon attack. It sounds fun. It was really fun, except for the little like three-year-old that got smacked in the face with a water balloon and was traumatized. So of course that friend took it like to the next level. So our like next prank to return to them was to toothpaste their car or something like yeah, that that's or fucked. shaving cream their car that's, that ruins cars i was and no i think it was shaving cream that's not as bad that's not as bad but she was like i am so mad i just washed my car blah 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 it's like well i mean that's soap you're just gonna rinse it off and make yeah. your car even cleaner it's not that bad <laughs> yeah it wasn't we we're not great at pranking <laughs> i think we gave up pretty early on in that war the only other thing about trick-or-treating before we move on to happy headlines is when we moved to Connecticut, uh, Newtown, everyone just goes on Main Street because the houses are so spread out, so rural, so it's like kind of impossible. Everyone just goes to Main Street and trick-or-treats, like all the kids in town. 
so much so that it's a burden if you live on Main Street. You have to pa- buy so much candy to yeah. be able to give out to all these people. They so they actually no, they have people. funds. They have like oh. a fundraiser. Like, hey, if your kids are going to trick or treat on Main Street. Can you throw some money so we can all afford to give your kids candy? Right. And like that's cool because then like the community is giving those kids that experience without burdening the people, people that live there. involved. Yeah, that's true. But I never thought about that aspect of trick or treating as at all. As, as a kid, why would you? Like, right. man, this is costing you a lot of money. <laughs> right. But I thought it was interesting and kind of cool. Newtown that's was a cool community like that. All right, let's move on to Katie's happy headlines. Wait, do you think we're gonna get trick or treaters here? The back house? I mean, no. not at the back house, but like... No, Jesse says everyone goes to West Point Island. Oh, okay. So we don't have to worry about getting candy? Maybe we just do. for ourselves? Yeah, we'll get some for ourselves and be like, oh, shit, we got to eat this now. Oh, no. No one came. Not <laughs> a single trick-or-treater came and we got this 10-pound bag. What are we going to do did that in co- We did that in college. I remember Jake and I just felt so sick because we ate like all the candy. No, that's... Yeah. So can't wait to do that in two weeks. <laughs> okay. All right. Katie... Happy headlines. All right. First, we have on Katie's happy headlines, Carlsberg Glue's beer. Wait. Ooh. Mm. Tough. First one. Roth start. No, not even two words in. There's a really tough headline that you're going to have trouble with later Do you on. pick these no, to torture no, no, no. me, or am I just really bad at reading out loud? Um, some some headlines, they don't, they like talk in a different, it's not a sentence, and you try to read them like a sentence. It's a headline. Okay, Carlsberg glues beer cans together, becoming one of the first breweries to abandon plastic rings. So smart. Genius. Yeah, and so simple. How the hell did it take, did it take long? this long to come up with that? That's a good one. Okay. Just glue the beer, on, peel it off. You're yeah. Fine. It's so smart. Weird. Uh, why are two naked women covered in jam sitting on a bench on Market Street? That's not a headline. That is a direct question. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering, but this is headlines only. Covered in jam, sitting on a bench on Market Street. It sounds like they had a good time, which is why I thought it was a happy headline. Ugh, that sounds like the worst feeling, being butt naked on a park bench, covered in jam. Well, Blah. to each their own. Brighton woman who faked breast cancer gets prison time. Jesus, would love to know the backstory on that one. She faked cancer, put a GoFundMe for herself, got a lot of money, and now she's in jail. Good. Scammers should go to jail. I, I like yeah. it. I'm happy especially, the punishment is harsh. Especially if you're, I mean, like, to fake breast cancer, that's fucked up. Pardon my French. Um, a lot of people have it and fake like they don't. Should they be punished? No, Jimmy, that's very... I agree. They shouldn't be punished. <laughs> <laughs> you're ridiculous. <laughs> a very stupid question, Jimmy. I agreed. <laughs> you the same answer. <laughs> L.A. County. Oh, wait. Did I? No. Yeah. Okay. L.A. County to stop collecting old. Genu- <laughs> Man, you're struggling. I'm really tired. And also illiterate. I can't actually read. Jimmy is whispering these into my ear. Come on. L.A. County to stop collecting old juvenile detention fees, erasing nearly $90 million of families debt cool really good imagine paying your fees from when you were 15 years old and you were, went out on mischief night now you got like all these fees because you couldn't afford it then so you deferred it and passed it on and, and then it, 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 and like, incurring, yeah, building yeah. an interest yeah that sucks 
that's awesome. Good for them. Like, your family's already burdened with the fact that you've got a juvie. How much do you? Hands. What do you think the reason is? There has to be maybe they they were paying the department to collect. Yeah, it's probably costing them more to collect. And they weren't actually getting any. Yeah. So they just cut their losses, and it's also great PR and headline. Right. Yeah. And maybe they've budgeted for. Maybe they budgeted for that kind of loss, and now they're going to start. I don't know. Uh, gay pain. <laughs> Why are you laughing at gay penguins? No, this is so cute. Gay penguin couple have been given an egg to look after. This is so cute. Gay penguin adoption. That is the sweetest headline I think I've ever read. I'm going to cry. That's so cute. Nice. I'm glad that made you happy. (laughs) Thanks, Jimmy, for throwing that one in there. Okay. Leopard rescued from bottom of India well. This one's really sweet, too. Yeah, you ever seen what those leopards do to those Indian towns, though? They, like, run on the rooftops and, like, destroy them. So they should have oh. killed, probably should have killed the leopard. But happy for the leopard. Happy for the leopard. Upset for, for the- <laughs> upset for the whoever this leopard is going to go attack later on. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Wow, the gay penguin one really got mm. you. You're, like, almost crying over it. Yeah, I was tearing up. Oh, God. I don't know what's going on with me, but the last few days, like, anytime there's an old man by himself at a restaurant... That's your whole life. It is my whole life, but it's it's gotten much worse, like to the point. Oh, no, this isn't even about old men. One of my coworkers was, she was talking about something. She's like, I I think I made a joke or something and a mean joke. And she was like, oh, you're going to make me cry. And at first it looked like she really was going to start crying. So I was like, oh, don't cry because then I'll cry. And then she's like, oh, no, well, if you cry, then I'm going to cry. And then I was like, well, just talking about it is making me want to cry. And I started to cry. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> she did too. She started to tear up too. She was like, "This is really." She looked at me. She's like, "Katie, are you actually tearing up right now?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm just gonna walk away real quick." And she's like, "Wait, don't, because I will cry." I'm like, "No, don't do it." That's 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 preposterous. Pathetic. It's so pathetic. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. I like crying. I think that's what it is. Oh my god. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to indulgences. (gasps) Indulgences. Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. May I have your indulgence for a moment? No. That's what... What? That's what the drop says. Is it? (laughs) You've never listened to the show. (laughs) Well, because I live it. Yeah. Um, I don't need to go back and listen to it. I trust your editing skills. Do you have any indulgences? What have you been watching, listening to? <clears throat> I've been listening to um, a lot of podcasts on the left. Last podcast on the left. They're like spooky, creepy urban legend or like true crime. And they're really vulgar, but they're hilarious. Um, I started watching... I'm on the fourth episode of Maniac. It got Do you a, like it? Uh, You're I'm, not, I'm not hooked, but it is interesting to me. Like I don't want to. I don't want. I'm not going to drop this. I want to watch it to the end. You're right at the episode that I stopped watching it. Oh I really? Was like, I don't care about this. It's yeah. It's very confusing, but it's confusing for confusing sake is how I feel, and yeah. I don't like that. Um, gosh, what did I just finish watching? New Girl. No, I just re- started rewatching New Girl for maybe the sixth time. No, I, I was watching something. What was I watching? I don't know, but I got 
Oh, boy. I got podcasts that I like. There's this podcast called In the Dark, which is true crime. I listened to season one and season two. It's season two. It's They're calling out bad investigation and bad police work. But season one is really interesting. I asked my mom if she remembered the case. It's this kid in Minnesota who's riding his bike to the, the drugstore and got kidnapped and they couldn't find him. Uh, Jacob Wetterling is his name. And it was a huge story. Mom says she remembers it. It was a huge story. It was the first one that kind of changed, like, you know, how we think about how the, the 70s and 60s, how kids could just ride around and they were safe and no one had worries. Well, this kidnapping was the first one that changed America's outlook on that. God, and that's sad. And turned us into more of a stranger danger. Yeah. Keep your kids to now we're at the point where it's really really bad but yeah this was like the first national case so the whole first season is about it's cool because a lot of the true crime podcasts i listen to have shitty endings because they're uh open cases and it's like the podcast isn't going to solve this but this one is solved but they talk about why it took so long for it to get solved and just the ins and outs of it so it's super interesting and then the second one is uh, this guy who's in jail for a shooting and there's like all circumstantial evidence and bad evidence. It wasn't as good as the first season, but it's still good. But I've been listening to so many true crime podcasts and so many of them leave me upset in the end. Cause I'm like this, you're just dragging it on now. There's no answer. It was interesting, but not fulfilling. This was good in the dark. Okay. Maybe I'll listen to that one. And then ear hustle. You ever heard of this? I just found out about it. It's a podcast that's from, San Quentin J- prison by by inmates. Oh, that's pretty cool. I found out about it because San Quentin just had its first uh, murder. Inmate murdered another inmate. And it's a huge story because San Quentin's... It's first? In a long time because San Quentin's one of the safest jails in America. And it's where all criminals want to be because they have so many um, programs and things to help prisoners and give them like things to do that once prisoners accrue good status and do good time, they get rewarded by being able to go to San Quentin. I had no idea about any of this. I thought it was a bad prison. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, I just assumed all prisons were pretty bad. I know that a lot of them do have like, uh, what do they call those programs? Reformation or? Yeah. But this is, this is, um, we did a whole thing about that doctor at San Quentin prison who was cutting up people's testicles and shit. Yeah. From back in the day. Well, yeah, I guess San Quentin is where you want to be now. So Ear Hustle, it's a podcast from the inmates where you get to hear about like their lives and how it works. I just started it, but I'm super interested in it. That's pretty cool. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, they're like 20-minute episodes, too, so far that I've seen. It's got to be really good, too, that they're, I mean, healthy and helpful for these these inmates that they're giving them a voice and making them feel like, oh, people want to hear what you have to say. People want to know about your backstory, yeah. about your life. Yeah. Good for them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then... Who produces it? I don't know. No. <clears throat> Do you know that? Do you like know networks? Yeah, like NPR has a lot. Yeah, um, I don't like any NPR. Um, yeah, those are all the ones that you don't like. Yeah, I don't um, like NPR at all. Uh, I don't know who produced it. doesn't say. Mm. It says um, Ear Hustle and Radiotopia. Radiotopia. So Radiotopia, I guess. Mm. Uh, more on Radiotopia. Yeah, there's... Looks like Radiotopia is who produces it. Um, anyway. Cool. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, boom, 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 boom. The other thing that I wanted to say is laughs from the past. Mine and Jake's podcast about history and comedy, comedy history, is starting season two. Just started season two. It's all about the Civil War. So if you want to go hear weird facts about the Civil War and you feel like you don't know anything, it's not really. It's more jokes than anything. But here's a fun tidbit. I'll give you a little preview, Katie. There was two brothers that were from Siam. They moved to America. Chang and Ang. Okay? They lived in the South. They were they sided with the Confederates, but a union union um a union general came through after the town was sacked and he held a draft and said you have to fight for us no matter where your sympathies lie. So he held a draft in the middle of the town and he pulled out Ang's name but not Chang's name. So one of the brothers got drafted and the other didn't. And he said, I can't go to the war because my brother didn't get drafted. And the union general said, okay, that makes sense. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because they were Siamese twins adjoined (laughs) at the chest and shared a liver. Shut up. <laughs> they were, that's why we call them Siamese twins, because they were the first ones from Siam. They were the first? Not the first ever, but they oh, were like, like coined that, that term. Yeah. Uh, they were like, they came to America and were part of a museum, because they were you know freak show. And then they settled down in, I forget where it was, maybe South Carolina, North Carolina. And they, uh, they had a wife each, even though they were connected, and kids. And they were like fifty. They sent their kid. They sent their sons in their place. But isn't that a crazy story? That is bizarre. I can't imagine marrying. No, no a one can imagine. That's very twin. weird. I wonder, like, what was? This is going to sound mean, but something has to be seriously wrong with those women, right? Yeah, they're desperate. Oh. That's sad. Well, anyway, that's a that's a funny tidbit. The Chang and Ang, the Siamese twins, one got drafted into the Civil Great War. Great punchline, Jimmy. You delivered that beautifully. Oh, well, there you go. Go to laughsfromthepast.com. <laughs> There's tons of, tons of weird and fun, uh, crazy stories from the Civil War. And uh, season one was 22 episodes of just random stories. It's not even history. Some people are like, I don't like history. We're like, well, do you like interesting stories? Because that's what it is. All right, that's all. Do you have a song you want to do on the outro? Um, do I have a song? Do I have a song? Do I have? Seems like you don't. Seems a like a song. Seems like you might not. Let's see. What about Counting Crows? Oh. What about? What about? Uh oh, I know. What about that new Alan? Um, Gregory Allen Isakoff. Isakoff. I don't Isikoff. know any of the songs from that. Dark, so dark, dark. You want me to play it on my phone? Yeah, you got to hold it to your mic. This is Dark, Dark, Dark by Gregory Allen Isakoff. Thank you very much for listening to Just Talking. Sorry that we missed two weeks. We'll be back next week. Oh, wait, we forgot. What? Try your hardest. Do your best. Katie? Never shave with a dull or rusty razor. Boom! Nice. You're welcome. See you guys. <laughs>